0: Verse 4, verse number 5, and we're going to jump in. If you missed last week, I'm going to give you a little bit of context just so you understand what we're reading and what we're talking about. Nothing drives me crazier than things out of context. So let me just paint a picture of what's happening, who the author is, who his desired audience is, what we're trying to learn from this, and why we are studying the book of Proverbs. I want to encourage you that a proverb a day keeps the fool in me away. So every day we are reading Proverbs chapter. Today would be Proverbs 7 for us. And tomorrow we'll read Proverbs 8. You could follow along with us. But we're reading these wise words from a man named Solomon. The Bible says, God says of Solomon, 1 Kings chapter 3. He says, there has never been and there will never be someone more wise than Solomon. Solomon's daddy was a guy named King David. King David was a man of war. Solomon is a man of thought. Solomon gives us in the Bible, we call these the poetic books. He writes the Song of Solomon, the book of Proverbs, and the book of Ecclesiastes. Song of Solomon is all about passion. If you are single, do not read this book. It's going to make you burn. Good. It's not good. If you're married, read it today. It's in the Bible. He's like, oh, wow. Okay. Wow. Being married is awesome. Okay. Proverbs is a collection of a collection. It's a greatest hits of greatest hits. So Solomon writes the book of Proverbs and then Ecclesiastes. They say Song of Solomon he wrote when he was young and passionate. Hello, you'll see it. Proverbs, they, they say he wrote in his prime. And Ecclesiastes when he was old and cynical. You'll read Ecclesiastes and be like, this is depressing. He was kind of depressed, okay? So, but Solomon, this is a collection of collection of wise sayings. Now, Solomon took over the kingdom when he was 20 years of age. And under his leadership, there was never more peace in Israel... And they never had more real estate so under his leadership, he was a man of wisdom and so he was able to govern well peace you ought to make decisions that bring peace to your home peace to your relationships peace to america it brought great peace and great increase that's how you know you're wise when you're increasing and you've got peace so Solomon writes to his son all these wise sayings, all this wisdom, and he's trying to raise up his son to become wise. Wise, wisdom, understanding, discernment. In fact, if you read the book of Proverbs, it will set your life in order. He actually teaches his son how to bring his values in order. So he says, if you've got great values, you'll have great character. If you have great character, you'll, you'll be wholesome. And if you are wholesome, you'll be satisfied. We live in a very discontent society. People are not happy with what they have. They're not happy with where they're at. We live in L.A. We live in the city of broken dreams. In L.A., you walk around and people are trying to be this, that, and the other. And because they haven't gotten there, they're unsatisfied. It's the city not of dreamers. It is the city of broken dreamers. Where does satisfaction come? Does it come from adventure or does it come from expense? Does it come from a relationship? Solomon says, if you got values, you'll have character. If you have character, you'll be wholesome. If you are wholesome, you'll be satisfied. He's writing to his son about being satisfied in life, being fulfilled with what God's given you. Now, we're going to study today Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. 4, 5, and six. If you only read Proverbs 4, 5, and 6, and you didn't read any other chapters, you would be good. If you only just camped out in Proverbs 4, 5, and 6, this would be suffice. He says in Proverbs 4, 5, and 6, enough for all of us to live our life well. Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. In fact, when the book of Proverbs is over, I want to encourage you, Koi. I want to encourage everybody that's streaming in right now to just go back and read Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. In fact, uh, the first week, last week, I titled the message, Pay Attention, This Is Happening in Real Time. I, I-, I want a second installment. Would you write down the title today? Pay Attention, Your Life Depends Upon It. Like your life depends on these three chapters. Your future depends on how well you can lean in and listen to Proverbs 4, five, and six. Pay attention. Pay attention. Like your life depends upon it. Re- re- remember, did you love the um, the Bond movies? Mission Impossible? Remember when he used to get the message and he'd like, and he he finish it and it was like this message will self-destruct in five seconds. I always got real panicky. Like whenever it was like five seconds, I'm like, oh my gosh, what if he forgot a detail? Like just let him play it one more time so he can like make sure he gets it. Like that's not good. Like the mission depends on this one message he heard one time and it's destroyed in five seconds. What if he messes it up? Like you, you, you know, when that message would come on, you could see the, attentiveness. You can see the attention. Be like, I've got to really listen to this because I know this message is exploding. Listen, I want you to pay attention like your life depends upon it. I want to just remind you what you already know. Your future is in your hands. Your life is not in somebody else's hands. Your future, where you're going, what you're going to do, listen, you're going to make the bed that you lie in. And so I want to just remind you, the future is bright because you have decisions to make. You've got a future to build. You've got a legacy in front of you. So pay attention because your life depends on this. That's what he's saying to his son. Read here Proverbs chapter 4 and watch this in verse 5. You're good, Koi We'll bring you back a little bit later. Get wisdom. Get understanding. Do not forget, no, turn away from the words of my mouth. Do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. Love her, and she will keep you. Skip down to verse 20. My son, give attention to my words. Incline your ear to my sayings. Do not let them depart from your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart, for they are life to those who find them. And health to all their flesh. Can you hear a father? I don't know if you have kids. I don't know if you're a parent, but sometimes I talk to my kids. I'm like, where hey, hey guys, where y'all looking? I'm over here. I'm like, I'm like, hey boys, so today, and they're like, oh and I'm like, whoop whoop. Hey, fellas. Hey, nuggets. It's me. I'm over here, man. Hey, boys, 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 boys. boys. Pay attention. That's what Solomon is saying to his kid. Pay attention. He is saying to his kid, listen, listen, listen. You got to keep this in front of your eyes. You got to go get wisdom. You got to get go understanding. He is trying to wave the flag and say, son, 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 this is not a game. You only get one life. You only get one shot. This stuff matters. 2021 for your life, this stuff matters. Pay attention. Like your life depends on it. I'm going to give you four things to write down to encourage you today. Here's the first thing that he's going to tell his son in Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. He's saying, go get wisdom. I love this because he actually contrasts this. He he actually will say within these writings in chapter 4, 5, and 6, he'll say, wisdom calls out. Wisdom is shouting out in the streets. Wisdom is calling your name. So he's saying to his son, hey, wisdom is going to call you. You used to call me on my cell phone. Just seeing if you're paying attention to church, I just had to check sometimes. So God calls out, but then he 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 contrasts this. He says, It's not just that wisdom's gonna call out. I want you to go get wisdom. I want you to go get the podcast, go buy the book, go get on the airplane, go get in the connect group, go find a mentor, go get a church, get a pastor, go get wisdom. I love this because Jesus, we talked about it last week, Jesus is the embodiment of wisdom. In fact, whenever wisdom talks in the book of Proverbs, it's actually Jesus that is talking in the book of Proverbs. One of the things I love about Jesus, it says in Luke chapter 2 that Mary and Joseph, they lost Jesus. What a conundrum. They lose God. How do you lose God? How, what kind of parent? Listen, I feel like a bad parent sometimes. You must have really felt bad when you lose God. They lose God when they finally found God. They found him at church, at Zoe. Let's just represent, okay? They find him at church. And when they find him, he is in the service, listening and asking questions. He is going to go get wisdom. I think if the perfect one, the Messiah, went to go get wisdom, you should go get wisdom. You should go find it. You should go get it. You should go with ever with every fiber, every, 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 every belief you have about your calling and your future and your dream. If you believe that there's something on your life, go find more wisdom. I am convinced you don't have enough wisdom. I don't know anybody that's like, you know, you're good, you're fine. No, all of us are on the quest and the pursuit for more knowledge. What is wisdom? By? Let's just define what wisdom is. Wisdom is the application of knowledge. Translation, I cannot apply what i do not know so i don't know about i need to learn more about parenting i need to learn more about leading i need to le- learn more about people skills help i wrote a book uh, i need to learn more come on we having fun today i need to i need to learn more uh, i need to learn more about about budgeting and finances i need to learn more about all of life so he says this calls out in the streets but it's not good enough that it's in the streets. What is the Bible really saying to us? You can get wisdom from movies. You can get wisdom from magazines. You can get wisdom from situations. You can get wisdom from, from conversations. You can get wisdom from anywhere you go. Don't do that. I'm never going to be like that. That's the dumbest thing I've ever seen. Whoa, okay, not, not going to participate in that. You get wisdom out in the streets, but there's a difference when you go get wisdom. You get wisdom on the subject matter that you are struggling in you get wisdom on the situation that is pending in your life you get wisdom on the decision that is that is in front of you and you got to go get counselors you got to go get material you got to get what god's word says he says go get wisdom I'll never forget, years ago, I, I, I was I was in the Seattle area, and I felt like God spoke to my heart very clearly. And he said, for where I'm taking you, I need you to get out of your comfort zone, and I need you to start going to other church conferences. And at the time, I was feeling like, man, I got the word. I love, you know, reading my books. I am podcast. I'm good. And God was saying to me, no, 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 for where I'm taking you, I need you to start getting on airplanes, start getting in bigger rooms, being around different leaders for where I'm taking you you need to go get wisdom I just love this about the go thought because you got to remind yourself two-thirds of God's name is go the last thing that he says in the Bible in Matthew 28 is go go make disciples and here's Solomon in the Old Testament, go, go get wisdom. He's not saying, son, if you listen to what I say, you're going to be fine. He's saying, no, 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 no. You need to turn over every rock. You need to find some relationships, find some people. You need to go get understanding and go get wisdom. May 2021 be the year that you Go. Come on, put it in the chat, all caps with an exclamation point, go! If you're next to somebody in your house, elbow them and say, go! Go get wisdom. And he actually gives the reason why. He says, go get wisdom because wisdom, and he's going to give us a laundry list of why. So he doesn't tell his son what to do. He tells his son why to do it. He says, this is what I want you to do. Go get it. And here is why. This is the reason why. Watch what he says in Proverbs chapter 6. My son, keep your father's command and do not forsake the law of your mother. Bind them continually upon your heart. Tie them around your neck. When you roam, they will lead you. When you sleep, they will keep you. And when you awake, they will speak with you. For the commandment is a lamp and the law, a light, reproofs of instruction are the way of life. Here's what he's saying. Write down number two today. Go get protection and promotion. He, 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 In fact, here's a whole list. Put it up on the, on the, on the lower thirds. Put it here on, on the confidence monitor. Here's what wisdom does. It preserves you. It promotes you. It brings you honor. It places grace on your head. It crowns you with glory. It adds many years to your life. It protects your steps from being hindered. You will run and not stumble. You, you, you see, he's giving a list. He's saying, son, go get this thing. It will protect you, promote you, put a crown of grace on your head. It will give you honor. It will give you a long life. Many days will you have. You'll run and not be hindered. You'll. Do you understand what he's saying? You will get protection and promotion. How can God build a shield around your life and promote your life at the same time? How can God fence you in and launch you out at the exact same time? It will only be by wisdom that you are protected and promoted. Oh, I love all, I got to be honest. I love a good commercial. Football season brings out the best commercials. I love a good insurance commercial. Now, I got to go honest. Number one, Allstate commercial, The Man of Mayhem. He is by far the greatest character in any commercial. Can I get an amen in the chat? also others to consider progressive that's funny the progressive series is fantastic but i'm a big state farm guy when it comes to commercials because you know i love some cp3 you know you know you know i love the patrick uh, price but you know i love me some aaron Rodgers. the rogers rate so you got Geico, you got Progressive, you got State Farm. But I like the Allstate. You're in good hands with Allstate. That's the theme. That's a, I'm, I'm promoting Allstate. Why? Because that's my insurance company, okay? So so that's where I get my insurance, Allstate. So I'm in good hands. What, 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 what Solomon is saying to his son is, son, son, you're in good hands with wisdom. Wisdom will protect you, fence you in. It, it will guard your life. It will protect you and promote you. Now, this is the amazing thing because everybody's like, Oh, promotion. I'm trying to get exalted. I'm trying to grow my followers. You know, I'm trying to get that promotion life. We all want protection in our home, and we all want promotion in our home. But let me ask you, do you want wisdom? Because wisdom is the main thing and wisdom builds a fence. Wisdom puts an honor on your name and a grace on your head. Wisdom says when you run, you will not be hindered. When you go forward and advance, you will not be blocked. You will live many years. You will live a long life. Why? Because you know how to operate in finances. You know how to operate in relationships. You know how to have conflict and resolution. You know how to you know how to govern your body and and have a clean diet and and know what to do there. You do you see all the categories of wisdom. He says to his son, "Go! Get wisdom." Found the kill like All right. I'll do it. He's like, "You don't Here's why. This thing will exalt you. This thing will promote you. This thing will protect you. This thing will have, oh, I feel bad for the fool because the fool is destroyed for lack of knowledge. The fool compromises. The fool, the wicked man, in fact, this is amazing. Again, all you need to read is Proverbs 4, 5, and 6. If you read Proverbs 4, 5, and 6, you're good. I love it. He's talking about wisdom. Go get it. It'll protect you. It will help you. It'll lead you. And then right in the middle of Proverbs 4, 5, and 6, right in the middle he starts talking about adultery He starts. it's like it's like all of a sudden you're reading and you're like oh wisdom oh yes promotion oh protection i'm in good hands with wisdom oh yes and then all of a sudden you're like oh i didn't see that one coming oh isn't that interesting he just snuck that one right in there because remember you gotta you gotta understand the themes of the book of proverbs is life and death blessing and cursing Righteousness and wickedness, fidelity and adultery. He starts to write about his son, about being faithful in his marriage. He starts writing about being a a person of purity, not living a life of compromise, not living a life full of indulgence. He actually starts right. He says, I want you to go get wisdom. And if you get wisdom, if you, if you get a lot of knowledge and you can apply this knowledge, oh, I'm telling you, you will live a long life. You will have grace. You will have honor. You will be protected. You will be promoted. You will Oh, you will soar. But I got to talk to you about this one thing in your life. Let's talk to you about, about being faithful in your marriage. Let's talk to you about, about serving your spouse. In fact, r- r- write down number three today. Go be faithful. He uses a lot of imagery in these chapters. Proverbs 5, remember this, the lips of a seductress seem sweet like honey, and her smooth words are like music in your ears. But I promise you this, son, in the end all you'll be left with is a bitter conscience, for the sting of your sin will pierce your soul like a sword. She will ruin your life, drag you down to death, and lead you straight to hell. She has prevented many from considering the paths of life. Yes, she she will take you with her where you don't want to go, sliding down a slippery road and not even realizing where the two of you will end up. Look at Proverbs 6. This is the next chapter. Let's just keep reading. We're having fun in the Bible today. Do not lust after her beauty in your heart, nor let her allure you with her eyelids. For by means of a harlot, a man is reduced to crust of bread, and an adulteress will prey upon his precious life. Can a man take fire to his bosom and his clothes not be burned? Can one walk on hot coals and his feet not be seared? This is daddy talk right here. This is dad, like you remember growing up, you know, like you ever have the talk with your parents? Third grade, I had you know, my, my parents gave me the talk. It was worst 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 day of my life. I gotta be honest, worst day of my life. Third grade, by nine years old. Worst worst day of my life. This this, this you think you blushed. So Solomon's kid had to been sitting there like Solomon saying to his son. Her words drip like honey. Like, I just imagine back in those those days, like, that was like, oh, bars. Like, oh, ooh, whoa. Oh, she drip like honey. Ooh, she nasty. Ooh. Oh, wow. Dad, I didn't know you knew all our terms, but clearly you've been going through my text. He's like, like, her words drip like honey. Her ways are unstable. He says later in 7, she's never at home. She, she says the, the adulterous woman my, my husband's gone and I've made my bed for us come let us drink of love let us enjoy one another it, it says it says he writes with her enticing speech in other words what he's trying to teach his son son it will not be her outfit that causes you to stumble it will be her words and the way that she can mess with your ego and your pride that will cause you to stumble. It will be the text or the Snapchat she sends you. It will be the DM that was slid in that will mess with you. Son, son, don't do it. It will destroy your future. It will lead you straight down a path. It will mess with your legacy. If you recover from it. Now, I just got to be honest because some people are watching at home like, oh man, I already indulged and I already did and I've lived in compromise in this area and I don't feel good with you talking like that. This is written before Jesus. This is written before the cross. Anybody thankful today that Jesus came as the perfect sacrifice to die on the cross for our sins to give us grace where we've made mistakes. Somebody thank him that we got a messiah so he's writing he's writing in an era before the blood of jesus we are now under the canopy of grace and if you have made a mistake sexually you can recover simply by repenting and asking god for forgiveness right here and right now but he is giving forewarning to his child he loves his kid he is saying son i've seen this time and time again and, and by the way this goes both ways This go it's not just the the seductress woman. How about the shady dude? A lot of women in the house just was like, oh. You know, by the way, let me just speak to all the single people in our church. If you're dating this year, don't you date sexy Steve. You need steady Eddie. I got a case for steady Eddie in 2020, 2021. You don't need, no, you don't need, sexy Steve, leave him at home. You get you a steady Eddie. He got a J-O-B, he brushes teeth and floss, and he pays his taxes, and on top of it, he ties, okay? So let's get steady Eddie. All the single girls in the church are like, does he exist? He does. We just haven't found him yet, all right? But why, 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 why is he spending so much time talking to his son about the relationship of purity and the relationship of faithfulness because he is talking about wisdom. You know, I don't think it's a wise decision that you are in this relationship. I don't think it's a wise thing that you compromise your family name and participate in this. He is saying to it, he's saying, son, I love you enough to tell you every one of the guys that fell into this Like a sheep led to the slaughter, he did not know it would cost him his life. Every one of them thought, I can bring fire to my bosom and not get burnt. He's saying to his son in our terms, you play with matches, boy, you're going to get burnt. Don't do it. Don't play games. Stay far away from evil. Stay far away from compromise. Stay, don't even let there be a hint on your reputation that you would ever indulge. No, no, no. You've got honor. You've got future. You've got wisdom. You've got calling. Somebody clap that the marriages of our church and the single people of our church are going to walk on the path that God has set for us. I don't know a person that's full with compromise that's satisfied. All the compromise brings all the condemnation. All the mixture brings all the mistakes. And we say, I don't want to live a life filled with compromise. I want to live a life of faithfulness. I w- In fact, he says to his son, he says, I'm not going to read it on the screen because I don't know how many you know, kids are watching the stream today. I don't know if you're sitting with your 6-year-old, 8-year-old, 10-year-old. But he's saying, listen, just enjoy the wife of your youth. Then he uses other language. I'm like, oh, there's imagery there. But we're not going to talk about it today. But he's like, be satisfied. He is writing about values that lead to character and character that leads to wholeness and wholeness that leads to satisfaction. Don't let the brokenness of your soul cause you to participate in things that will destroy your destiny. Say, no, 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 no. There's no way you can walk on coals and not get your feet burnt. There's no way you can bring this relationship to your house. And, and, and listen, no, no, no. He, he goes, I went by the lattice, I, which is a window. I went by, I saw the simpleton. I saw the young man. I saw him devoid of understanding. In other words, he had no wisdom. He had no, but, he had no parent in his life to tell him, no, 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 no. And that's what cost him. May we gain in wisdom and understanding And a lot of times the Bible's like this lofty book. What does that even mean? He's saying, I'll tell you what it means. Don't you even text that person. Delete their contact right now. Somebody say amen. It's it's getting quiet in the ministry center. I don't know what it's like at your house right now. He's saying, go get wisdom. This will protect you and promote you. And go be faithful. You know, we all celebrate and honor those who are faithful in their marriage. We all celebrate and honor those who are faithful while they're single and waiting to be wed. We honor those. Nobody's like, man, I'm so grateful that you slept around. Nobody. Your kids will never thank you, and you will never thank yourself. He is preaching about wisdom to our life. Amen? Here's the last thing that he snuck into these four, five, and six. He says essentially to his son. And we'll end here. Write down number four today. Go be a good person. Like, hey, son. Like, yeah, yeah. Don't sleep around. But on top of that, like, be a good guy. Be be a great gal. Be be just be a good person. Be 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 really good. Worship team, come join me. Look here in Proverbs six. I love this. A worthless person is a wicked man. Walks with a perverse mouth. Winks his eyes. Shuffles his feet. Points with his finger. Perversity is in his heart. He devises evil continually. He sows discord. Therefore, his calamity shall come suddenly, and suddenly he shall be broken without remedy. He is saying, listen, son, I want to tell you what a worthless man looks like and what a worthless man sounds like. A worthless man is the one that's like, did you notice his description? He gave three things. He shovels his feet. He points his finger. He winks his eye. I was like, my goodness, you're describing a salesman. My dad used to tell me, Chad, you're going to be good for nothing. You either sell cars or you sell Jesus. Choose your own adventure. But you're a salesman. What do you want to sell, the gospel or cars? I was like, ah, uh, is this a trick question? He shuffles his feet, points with his finger, winks his eye. He says, that man, it's it, it in his day, in this context, this was symbolizing these three things that he was plotting something different. He was concealing or hiding what he really had in his heart. It's not that shuffling your feet is bad, pointing is bad, or winking is bad. It was that this man in this context, it, it, it symbolized that there was something else going on. This person always sows discord. Translation, always gossips. By the way, if somebody feels comfortable to say it to you, they feel comfortable to say it to somebody else. And if they're going to gossip to you, they're going to gossip about you. He says, no, 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 son, you are not going to be a worthless person. You are going to be a worthy person. You are going to go be a good human, go and add value, go and serve, go and love. In fact, all throughout the Proverbs, we'll get there, he talks about discretion. He talks about gentleness. He talks about self-control. He talks about words that bring healing. And all throughout the Proverbs, he's going to write to us about what this looks like played out. But he is warning his son, do not be like this, God. The next verse, he says, knocked over my water. The next verse, he says, six things the Lord hates, seven things the Lord despises. Which is not an exhaustive list by nature. It is not saying there's only seven things God hates. He's just saying six, no, seven. No, it just keeps going on. There are things that God hates. And one of them in particular is one that sows discord among the brethren. One that tries to break relationships up break unity up break peace up break marriages up break friends up God hates the gossip that sows discord I love that we're honoring Martin Luther King Jr. We would not honor a gossip. We would not honor one that breed violence or disdain. We honor him because he sowed unity We honor Martin Luther King Jr. because of what he sowed into the earth. I have a dream. So he is saying to his son, "Don't be the worthless person. Don't be that guy shuffling your feet, pointing your finger, winking." I kind of like that. Succession. Can I do it one more time? Joy is laughing at me now, not with me, and I kind of like it. Shuffles the feet, you know, points the finger. How do I do? I don't know, I, I felt kind of good about it. See, all this movement is just symbolic that later one of my favorite things that Solomon will say, he'll say his words were smooth like butter, but war was in his heart. The, the person that hates you the most is not a, it's not a stranger, it's someone you know. Not for us, son. Not for us. We will be honest. We will be upright. We will be respectable. We will be kind. We will be loving. We will be gracious. We will be servants. We will be wise. We will be, go get wisdom, son. Go get it. Go get understanding. This will exalt you, promote you, protect you. We'll give you a long life. It'll put honor on your name. You will run and you will not hinder. You will walk and not faint. You gotta get wisdom, son in your wisdom getting I need you to be faithful to your wife be satisfied with your spouse invest into your marriage invest into this relationship there's not another relationship coming it's this one right here something better is not over there the grass is not greener on the other side the grass is greener where you water it you're going to be a good man you're going to be a good man you're going to be a good man be a good person. We need good humans. Stop hiding behind your spirituality, justifying the anger and the war that's in your heart. Stop weaponizing Christianity and start serving humans on the agenda of God. No, 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 no. We will not shuffle point and wink. We will not conceal. We will not be those that are compromising and duplistic. We will not be deviant in nature. We will not be deceitful. We will be truth-tellers. We will be servants. We will be wise. Now, all of these wise sayings are awesome. And I'm, I'm reading through every day like you, just reading through the chapter going, I don't know if you ever read the book of Proverbs like, oh, yes, wow. Love that one. Yes, I remember these circles. Bars, 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 bars. But you ever feel like when you read the Bible, like, how? Like, how? Awesome, but like, how? How can I go get wisdom? How can I stay faithful? How can I be a. It's only Jesus. By your own strength, you cannot be wise. By your own strength, you cannot be faithful. By your own strength, you cannot be a good person. Oh, I love Jesus. John 15. Let me read two verses. John 15. Live in me, make your home in me just as I do in you. In the same way that a branch can't bear grapes by itself, but only by being joined to the vine, you can't bear fruit unless you are joined with me. I am the vine you are the branches when you're joined in me and i am with you the relation intimate and organic the harvest is sure to be abundant oh come on clap in your house right now oh i'm thinking of paul today paul says i can do all things through christ who gives me strength i'm telling you on your own you can't do anything but by the power of jesus you can overcome by the power of god you can get wise by the power of god you can stay faithful by the power of god you can break those generational curses by the power of god you can forgive by the power of god you can overcome